welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, Kelly Sarlo, and we're two of the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thank you for being here and listening with us. I hope you enjoy the episode. Alex, I have two stories for you today. Okay. <laughs> so I reamed you out. I don't know if you listened to a, pre- a previous podcast. Um, Jar and I were recording together and we were having a good laugh because she's so inclusive when she does the introductions and she says we're two of the Breaking 90 coaches. Ah. For a long stretch, you were saying we are the coaches. Yeah. Um, so we were giggling together. But since then, without your knowing, you've changed your vocabulary. <laughs> so we're like, oh, no. That's funny because that's something that I was becoming aware of yeah. because I was catching myself saying it and I was like, oh shit, I need to change that. It doesn't sound proper. Um, but I didn't listen to that episode. So be- it wasn't because of prompting. <laughs> and it was, fu- it was funny. We laughed really hard because we also said you're one of the most like intentional human beings that we know. And that if you knew that that was happening, that you would feel so bad about it. Um, so this is really funny to watch the switch. I don't really care, to be honest, because oh. I think we are the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness still. There's more than two of us, but we are the coaches. So I don't care what you guys say. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll go back to saying that just to bother you. <laughs> Either way, it's enthusiastic and it's great. <laughs> All right, bring on story number two. What do I got coming to me next? So second one, uh, as you know, I'm coming down to visit Emerson next week. And uh, the last time I was there to visit, um, I was supposed to bring banana bread because he absolutely loves banana bread. And I definitely forgot. He said nothing on Friday, nothing on Saturday. And I was like, okay, cool. Like it's long gone. He's five and a half. Like maybe he just, you know, got busy doing fun activities. And then Sunday when I was just about to leave, he was just like, okay, well, I'll see you later. And Kelly, you forgot my banana bread, but it's okay. I still love you. (laughs) (laughs) Like a knife to my heart where I was like, oh. (laughs) You're like driving over to Walmart to buy a a, a loaf of banana bread. No, I didn't. It's right here. (laughs) I just like, I love, I love watching him grow and like his perceptions change, his perceptiveness change. Like it's just fantastic. But yeah, I thought I got away with it and I, I did not. No, he doesn't. Uh, he isn't quick to forget random little facts. No. <laughs> my story is I went out and bought bananas. They're browning on my counter so I can make them before I leave. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. He'll be very excited to hear that. Right. Good. So what do you have for us today? Okay. I have a question for you. Um, and it's going to evolve into our topic. I'm not really sure how it's going to evolve, but I'm going to start by asking you this question. And I want your answer without giving it too much thought. So don't take notes. It doesn't, but I want you just to, all you have to really give me is a yes or no to start. So are you working to become a better version of yourself? Always. Always. I knew it. I knew I, I knew I didn't really need to question. I knew I already knew your answer. And my answer is yes, 100%. Um, now, this is our topic today. Are you working to become a better version of yourself? Because I think there's a whole world of people that aren't. Yeah. 
And I'm interested in hearing why do you think that is? Oh, that's a great question. I think for a number of different reasons. Um, one being that many, many people around this world for a variety of reasons are living in a state of um, survival. Agreed. Yeah, and, and we can talk about physical survival, you know, different countries who are constantly at war and just, you know, they're just getting moment to moment, never mind day to day, um, just trying to survive. But we've also got a ton of people who are living with things like PTSD and trauma. Um, and I'm, I'm talking about capital T and little t trauma, where the brain has not properly developed for them to be able to incorporate all of the necessary parts to function together, to really do what is necessary to live into a better version of themselves, right? So they're still living from that survival brain in terms of the psyche. Um, and so that can feel really daunting. Um, and some people don't even know that they're living in this survival state. They think they're doing a good job and I'm not saying this to discredit them, um, but there isn't necessarily growth. There's just sort of a maintenance of survival, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And then we've also got, which ties into what I was just talking about, um, some individuals who are living in such an insecure attachment style that all of the relationships that they have in their life, be it a spouse, uh, siblings, adult siblings, adult children, um, co-workers, bosses, etc., they're in a constant state of insecurity. And so they don't know how to get their own needs met. And some of them don't even know what their own needs are. So they stay very other focused, or they can stay really self-absorbed in just trying to get their needs met, which is a state of survival again. And so there isn't really a whole lot of conscious room to search for a better version of themselves, right? They're yeah, they're living in a state of lack and fear um, that doesn't really give them the mental or emotional resources to access more. Agreed. I think, I think, so when I think of this, I believe that a lot of people who would answer no to this question, uh, no, I'm not working to become a better version of myself. And this isn't, this isn't a blanket statement. There's obviously all kinds of different cases here but I think a lot of the people who would answer no to this do so because it's easy it's comfortable and they avoid this type of question mm -hmm. um one of one of the questions that I'll often ask people is what is the best what is the best thing about changing or moving towards your goals when you think of when you think of where you want to get to what you want to become what you want to do with yourself what is the best thing about that in your mind and then once they answer I'll flip it around and say what is the worst thing about moving towards your goals about changing and people struggle with this because we haven't given it a lot of thought but usually it comes not not always, but it often comes down to comfort and ease. It's really easy to stay the same. It's really comfortable to not push yourself and not push your boundaries and not force yourself to change and adapt and grow. Yeah. And I always argue this term, uh, and I, I can't imagine that you disagree, but please weigh in, is that it's not comfortable. It's familiar and we call it comfort. Sure. Uh, it's like that devil you know situation right it's like yeah. i know this i know what my role is in this yeah. so i'm 
keep doing that instead of figuring out what another role could look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. It's comfortable if you stay blind. <laughs> but as soon as you unpack that and what what it actually is, it's it's very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> any any psychologist and probably researcher would tell you that change is probably the scariest word in the English language, right? Or the language of the world. Yeah, um, yeah. People are absolutely terrified by it because of that uncertainty. Um, you know, and, and I think too, I don't know if this is where you were wanting to go with it, but a lot of people, like you said, have not given it a whole lot of thought um, oh. when they're asked that question. What I find really interesting is that a lot of people who do answer the question, you know, what would be the best thing about being that kind of 2.0 version of yourself is energy. I'd have more energy, mm -hmm. right? It's not actually, we always complain we don't have enough time. But the best thing that they answer with is, I would have more energy, um, which is incredible. Were you going to add to that? Yeah, to piggyback that, okay, you're going to have more energy. What would you like to do with that energy, right? Yeah. Like having more energy is cool. What do you want to do with it? Because that's one of the big things that's going to drive you on this journey. Yeah, and and then I love that because what you're doing is future focused and where my brain goes to is always the big why, right? The psychological like, well, why don't you have energy? If the best thing would be to have more of it, where's it going currently, right? Because you're telling me you're drained of it. So where where's the leak essentially? Um, so I think I find that really fascinating. I think the other thing too, your second question about like, um, well, what would be the worst thing about changing is actually coming down to the fear of rejection. Some people will call it the fear of failure too. And that's a whole other thing to unpack. But oftentimes it comes down to, well, if I change, how will that affect everyone around me and their perception and acceptance of me, right? Mm -hmm. Again, if I change the role I play in my own life, Am I still allowed to be in other people's lives in a way where they'll accept me, but also will they let me change, right? We can look at this kind of forwards and backwards because a lot of us don't like when people in our life change. So if I'm comfortable with the role you've always played with me, and now you tell me you're changing, well, that creates pain and suffering on some level for me, and I don't want that. Right. So I think some people stymie themselves with their growth because they're afraid to lose others around them if they change. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, what I'd, what I'd, I don't, I don't know how I want to phrase this yet. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, what I really want to challenge people with, though, is if you're listening to this, to, to ask yourself that, am I working to become a better version of myself? Because I think it's, it's really friggin easy to answer. This is not like this isn't a thought provoking question. That's I guess it is thought provoking, but it's not a difficult question to answer. I think you're wrong. I think <laughs> I think you're wrong, but here, let make your case. I think there's many different faucets to this. I think you could be coming better in one area of your life and worse in another area of your life. And I think that this could be this could be looked at from many different angles. But obviously, if you're here, you're here for health and fitness. And so I think when we look at our health and fitness, it's very easy to say, am I working to become a better version of myself? 
do you agree with that now that I've clarified it like that? Narrow it to health and fitness. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think it's, it's too, it is, you're right. It is way too broad to say in all areas of life because most people are always becoming better at something and worse at something. Yeah, that's fair. And, and I was arguing with you because I think a lot of people, well, I know a lot of people are not as introspective as you are. Right. So if you can identify, you know, am I eating better? Am I working out more? Am I moving more Then yeah, it there's, there's things that we can physically tangibly observe um, to be able to answer that question. But in terms of other aspects of our life, that that can be really difficult. Yeah, I agree with that, for sure, 100%. But but staying on staying on kind of the, the health and fitness track. Um, I think it's easy to answer. I, I think it I think it is if you're honest with yourself. Am I am I tr- am I working towards becoming a better version of myself? Yes or no? If no, why not? That becomes the difficult question. The why not becomes really difficult to answer. And you're going to have to do some deep work to figure that out. But I think it's pretty easy to determine yes or no. I will also throw in just to kind of complicate this, but there will be some people who identify with it. Some people will answer, yes, I am. But all they're doing is planning. And they'll be very convinced that the over planners thinking is the same as doing right. So, yes, I bought an agenda. I've mapped out when I'm going to go to the gym. I've planned my weekly meals and what that's going to look like. I've even planned and chunked out time in my agenda when I'm going to do the meal prep and I'm going to start March 1st, (laughs) right? So yes, the over planners who think that thinking is the same as doing will say, yes, I am trying to become a a better version of myself. I agree. And a lot of, a lot of people fall into that category also uh, where you get that that's we've talked about analysis paralysis in the past this is analysis paralysis this is exactly what it is you spend more time planning the best action instead of taking any action that's uh that that's one that i i talked about talk about with people frequently um yeah i i I, I feel like some people are going to listen to this and it's, it might piss some people off, but I think it's important. Yeah, good. I, it's This is what we're here for is to get you thinking about your journey and to give you different ways to look at your journey and different concepts and ideas to start thinking about. And I think I think if people took the time to check in with themselves and ask these kinds of questions, it, you have the ability to get ahead of them um and to make changes a lot easier than living in that state of I want to say comfort again and I agree with what you're saying it's not comfortable but it's it's the way people relate to it it's that that state of unconsciousness if you will where it's just like it's pretty simple to stay the same I guess that's that's what it is it's instead of comfortable it's simple to stay the same it's simple and uh it's funny because when people are pretty easy to throw up what their goals are, that's not really hard for people. They're shitty goals. Usually like when, when you just say like, Hey, what's your goal? Like most people will come forward with a pretty shitty goal. And I say that not to discredit what your goal is, but it's like, 
it's not a it's not really like a tangible goal it's kind of like a ooh, <laughs> and so we need to we need to do some of the deep work around a goal in order to make it achievable um but then you circle back to a question like this like if if you talk to somebody january 1st and you say what are your health and fitness goals this year they're going to be able to put up a list of things for sure but right. when you look at a question like this it's not often mm, it's it is common i'll say for people's answer to this not to line up with the goal that they told you about on january 1st can you can you give me and the listeners an example of shitty goal for sure uh i want to lose 15 pounds okay i love it Go on. <laughs> which is hilarious because it's our guarantee our program's guarantee is that we will help you lose 15 pounds because it's sexy and it grabs your attention. And that's what you want to hear. But to tell you the truth, I don't give a shit about the 15 pounds. I want you to learn the lessons on the way to that 15 pounds. I want you to change your thinking and your lifestyle and adopt better habits to get to the deeper why that you want that 15 pounds. And if the scale never hit that 15 pound mark, but you accomplished the things that made that 15 pounds important to you, that would be a much bigger victory to me. So, so when we look at something like that, it's always just taking it a step further. Earlier, we mentioned, I want more energy. That's not a measurable goal, really. We don't have units of energy meters on all of us, right? So what? why do you want more energy? What are you going to do with that energy? Why do you want to lose 15 pounds? How is that going to change your life? When we start uncovering that, when we start digging into that, that is going to give you good goals, non-shitty goals, yeah. right? Like, I want more energy so that I can keep up with my kids. I want more energy so that I can get, I can spend, I can get my work done, my day-to-day tasks done, but still have time to spend on the things that are important to me. Those are, those, now we're getting closer to a, a good, solid goal that has meaning rather than just an outcome-based goal that, that has very little meaning on its own yeah Yeah, that's awesome I I kind of I always equate this like 10 to 15 pounds um to our clients like walk around Walmart and just carry a 10 pound bag of potatoes right so when you're saying I want to lose 15 pounds okay cool so you want to put that down you want to walk around Walmart without it why what does that do for you? Why is that important to you, right? And I think people can start to conceptualize what that would mean for them, right? What they would be able to do without it. Um, mm. And getting specific is so important. That's why it's part of SMART goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I think most people, it's hard to say most people because I can't, most people listening to this, most of our followers, most of our audience, losing 10 to 15 pounds has the ability to change your life, but it's not just the weight loss that is going to change your life. It's the process, what you're going to learn along the way and doing it sustainably in a way that you can actually change your life to lose the 15 pounds, not just lose the 15 pounds because weight loss isn't really hard. 
it's it's hard to do but it's not hard to create we can i could i could help you lose 15 pounds as fast as you want to lose it if if sacrifice isn't a concern we can we can go as high as we want to on the sacrifice meter to lose weight as quick as we want to but it's it's the journey's going to suck it's not going to be sustainable you're not going to learn anything along the way and you're going to fall back into your old traps most of most of you have done that at one point in your life um now when we when we do it from an educational standpoint when we do it sustainably when we we teach ourselves and we learn how to do it and we actually start working on our lifestyle and our habits and the the changes that need to happen forever instead of for the next 28 days that's completely different yeah absolutely I think too like you're mentioning um the individuals who want to lose the 15 pounds we're we're oftentimes not the first program you've lost your your first 15 pounds with right like you've you've tried things with the average person that comes into our program um it's what you're going to learn along the way to actually either keep it off um or maintain maintain the 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 trend of losing yep and 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 if you ask somebody how they felt when they were that 15 pounds lighter or more it doesn't need to be 15 exactly this is just an example when you ask somebody how they felt they probably felt great they felt lighter they had less strain on their joints they were able to do day-to-day activities easier they they maybe they fit their clothes better they were more confident whatever it is they probably felt great but because they didn't do it sustainably that's why they gave it up if anything felt that good and it didn't require insane amounts of sacrifice you wouldn't give it up yeah i love that yeah yeah i, I think I, I already kind of touched on this but i think Obviously, I do believe that weight loss plays a big role in people's health. I mean, we wouldn't do what we did if we 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 didn't believe that. Um, I think that most people losing fifteen pounds are going to probably live better lives if they if if they're in a weight surplus, not not somebody who's already super lean. I'm not telling everybody to go out and lose fifteen pounds. So sh- shut up if you if you think that's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but but. If you have 15 pounds to be lost and you lost it, you're probably going to live a better quality life. Um, just hopefully we we can we can open our eyes to the why that is and the why we want that and the what we're going to do with that better life um, to make it worthwhile. Because the the scale the scale alone is not going to push you and it's not going to it's not going to be enough to hold you to it. And it's not you're, you're going to get there and you're going to be like, cool, I lost 15 pounds. Like. You don't, at the end of the day, you're not going to care about the number on the scale. You're going to care about all of these underlying factors of why you wanted to lose that 15 pounds that are going to push you there. Um, yeah. Do, do you have any, do you have any closing thoughts there? Yeah. I, I like the direction that this went in. Cause I'm also thinking too, like, hopefully if you're losing the 15 pounds, you are, like we said, being educated along the way to understand either why it was gained, the, 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 not just the benefits, but how you can live a healthier life going forward without the 15 pounds itself. Um, I want to circle back to your question, like, are you trying to become a better version of yourself? Well, when you lose X number of pounds that you want or need to lose for your optimal health, 
we can switch that question to, are you trying to become the best version of yourself, right? Because losing the 15 pounds, that hopefully is not the end of your journey, right? Weight loss is not going to be a magic flick of the wrist. And now everything in your life is better. You likely are going to want to lose some pounds, but then are you switching that goal to strength? Are you switching that goal to having the most um, autonomy over your body so that you feel that like the strongest version of yourself, right? The most in control, um, mobile, et cetera. So hopefully that goal keeps shifting as you hit new benchmarks and that better version of yourself it has to it's never going to be weight loss alone becoming the better version of yourself um it can't only be weight loss that's that is like that is a small small piece of your health and fitness journey but even the greatest athletes on this planet are still striving to become better versions of themselves every single day i love that this is a great topic Cool. Glad you liked it. Figured you would. Thanks. Well, I'm also going to say that this tip is probably going to make you happy too. And I kind of can't even look you in the eye when I say it. I mixed protein powder in with my yogurt the other night and a little bit of cocoa and some frozen or thawed strawberries. And it was like dessert and peace and comfort all in a bowl. (laughs) It was telling me you've never mixed protein powder with yogurt until now. I thought you were crazy. Like I wasn't joking when I said you're insane. <laughs> How long from like a client? Two and a half years. Oh, okay, two and a half years. You've been you've been working with me, and like, how many times have you heard me suggest this? Too much. This is really frustrating for me to hear. But hopefully, people are having a good chuckle, <laughs> and also learning from my failure to listen. To say your coach might know something when they're making some suggestions and you might just want to be open and willing to try. Was it plain Greek yogurt? Absolutely not. Okay, because plain Greek yogurt is awful. Yeah. It tastes disgusting. As soon as you put flavored protein powder in it, though, it's good. Yeah, and this was vanilla protein. Which is which is even better. But but if you're listening to this, like I don't enjoy plain Greek yogurt. It's gross. He's not crazy, crazy. But if you put protein powder in it, it becomes good. Okay. And <laughs> cocoa powder, right? Yeah, I like cocoa powder too. I just, I don't always do that. I don't always have it, but I do I do that sometimes. And I'll usually add like fruit or whatever else. Powdered peanut butter is really good in there. Um, but protein powder, yogurt, deadly combination. Thank you for finally opening your eyes. Yeah, you've converted me. Thank you so much for your patience and it's a huge protein source now like I can fit in an absurd amount of protein at the end of a day where I didn't get enough protein in one bowl and not be like this is disgusting or filling or eating like back-to-back chicken breasts which I've done before too um it's an easy way to top up your protein yeah it was wonderful so thank you cool awesome we did it Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Wherever you're listening right now, I want you to take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story and tag us in it. We do appreciate that. That's how we get the word out. That's how more people start listening and we keep doing this. So thanks for being here. Have a good one.